made it with herbs and spice. Roasted chicken sure is nice. Mondays, sitting here with Chef Cody Requejo, talking shop, having a club soda and a coffee, and you know, whatever, just being us. Post frittata. Post frittata. He's got frittata coma. So we're gonna do a five-minute hit and run on this idea of kiosk restaurants. Cody, sign. You wanna mm. jump in? Well, let me let me start off here by saying, I just was reading some articles with Dan Bradley about these restaurants in Chicago and New York that are geared towards millennials, where they literally just have a keypad and you punch in your food and it comes out through a window. Um, and how that might be the new model. And what are your thoughts? You, well, I, I think it's a shit idea. Um, maybe I'm the old guy saying like, oh, these fuck these kids with these these. I, I, you know, when I go out to a restaurant, and I'm sure you're the same. And I'm sure a lot of people, hospitality. I want to be waited on. I want to have a little human interaction. I want to know about the menu. And I want to know about what's popular and you know the story. Sometimes just a little more human interaction. The more technology keeps taking over, the more we're getting disconnected as people. Um, I like seeing the kitchen open. I like seeing the, I like seeing things. I like talking to people. So the whole kiosk thing seems very cold and very, um, I don't know, not geared towards a human experience. Well, I, I know that uh, you know they tried it at Disney with Tangaroa Terrace. They did kiosk. Admittedly, that's a different, different market. Because uh, it's a lot of Midwestern tourists and stuff like that that are tech savvy. I but I mean, for a tur- like a tourist thing, that makes more sense. But I think for like going out to a restaurant, no, I think it, I think it makes less sense because a lot of Midwestern tourists aren't tech savvy. They're oh, not, they don't, okay, you I see know, like they just get yeah. all confused if they don't want no onions on the burger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it plays to a broader question culturally, much like we were talking about my landlady who's a photographer, mm-hmm. and now they're just grabbing uh, photos of celebrities off their Instagram rolls to use for magazines, and that's a lower cultural expectation for photography. So. If culturally we have lower expectations for human interaction and hospitality, is there even a place for for what we would consider traditional hospitality? Or is it going to turn to Star Trek where you walk up to a box and press a button and your food comes out? I mean, look, I think the Japanese pretty much are the ones that like kind of made this whole thing happen. Uh, and they're about, about efficiency. And they're not coming from the, the world of hospitality like we as Americans are. But on, a, on another level, they're, I mean, they're so pan left and right because you have like Kaiseki style where you're immersed in the restaurant and you have multiple servers. You've got six people or seven people waiting on you uh, in, in that kind of experience. But also uh, you have a lot of people and a lot of people to serve and eat and get them fed and get them out. So I, that sense, the kiosk thing makes sense to me in a country that's based on efficiency of in and out. Even when you go eat ramen, you eat, you boom, and you go and you pay. Like there's no time to sit down and, and chat and, and have a drink. And they, that's just not their culture, like us. I just don't like it. I just, and maybe I've had a bad experience. I went to a burger place in Huntington, it was called Stacked. And it just, I just, I just don't like it. Yeah. Maybe call me old fashioned. I just, I didn't appreciate it. Well, and, and I know, I mean, the, the two factors that they kind of play into, you know, the first one is, you know, I work up in the Sierras during the summer. That's no secret. Uh, and I know that all the places like Vermilion, where I work at, that cater to hikers, have gone to that model for breakfast and lunch generally, where like Whitney Portal and Red's Meadow and all these places that are our backcountry cafes that cater to hikers, they've gone to that model where you order your food at the front counter where they basically have the cash register for the little tiny camp store. Quick service, yeah. Yeah, QSR is what yeah. it's called. And you, or your ticket gets handed to the kitchen 
and you wait for them to call your name and you grab your hash browns and eggs and walk outside to a picnic bench and eat mm-hmm. out there. But I think what's intriguing to me is, you know, we both like Zuby's Dry Dock and Huntington Beach an awful mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite restaurants. And that's always been the model for me because they don't have servers, admittedly. The technology isn't there with kiosks. But, right. And it's you, kind of the same kind same of setup. Thing. And But you remember that super janky PA system they had that was like off a of <laughs> Korean War era freaking <laughs> battleship yes, yes. where they call out your name and it was like, right. and you're like, you couldn't even, couldn't even hear it. But, you know, their food's good and they keep their labor down, man. I mean, minimum wage is going to be 15 bucks an hour here in California. Hey, how long, quick, how long has Zuby's been open for? Well, they've been doing that for 40 years. So maybe there's a, there is a, uh, a way you can do it with, with still keeping the human connection. I just think the whole iPad shit and pushing buttons is just... I, you know, I think it's... I personally think it's fine for, uh, you know, a quick service coffee place or if all you want is a croissant sandwich or whatever. But, you know, my, my instincts are telling me the split's going to be... 60-40 traditional service, you know, 60-40, 40% being traditional mm-hmm. service in the long run. A lot of people for breakfast and lunch just don't care. Right. I, mean? I, I think that's, maybe it's going to be after we're, maybe when we're in our late, you know, age where I, I could see it moving. Just because we didn't grow up on that. We didn't grow up on having an iPad and, and pushing buttons for stuff at all. Yeah. We just didn't have that, right? This generation more um, relying on technology to cover their ass for everything. And, um, you know, I just think that for for me, from personally, I just want to uh, want to be taken care of. I think people inherently want to be, when they go out, they want to be taken care of. They want to be waited on. Yeah. You know, that's that they're spending money on something they want. I understand the whole quick service thing, but just the whole thing of pushing a button to get my food sounds... It, Seem very cold. I'd love to know what you what you think about it. And have you had an experience at a kiosk place? Uh, so the I've done a couple kiosks. You know, a couple like McDonald's kiosks in the Midwest when they've tried to roll them out. McDonald's is a great model. They've tried right. kiosks. They don't work. Right. Um, you know, it's also kind of a secondary question of mobile ordering on your phone. I mean, Disney just rolled out their mobile ordering app. I haven't heard anything, I haven't gotten any recon on how that's working. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know like McDonald's and Starbucks and everybody now, like you can pull through the drive-thru and order 15 minutes beforehand and just grab your stuff and go. So, I mean, maybe that's the model. It's not gonna be so much the kiosks at the place, but like, hey, I just want a cheeseburger. I'll be there in five minutes and you're gonna roll through and grab it. I don't know, it's, it's sort of the part but it is of called, the But it is called fast food. Absolutely. Right. And like I said, that maybe maybe that's the model. That's fine for coffee and croissants and a donut shop or whatever. Is anyone going to want to sit down for and have a dinner and do that? I kind of doubt it. But, you know, the Japanese is a great example. I mean, those guys are about efficiency and technology, and they still hold on to the old school traditional values. They know there's a time and place for where you want to go sit down and have a, a real meal and, you know, then talk about the meal and describe it. And they really focus on the experience of it. And then they know like five people are limited on time and let's get them in and get them out and get that money and pay our rent. Absolutely. We, 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 there's not much space available. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah, your prediction, Cody San, five years on this whole thing. But no, it'll be around. I think there's a time and place for it. I just think in the general sense of like going out to a dinner or like, like a real experience at a restaurant, I don't see it being the way of the future for restaurants. Would you say 60, 40? I think it's going to be 40% old school service, 60% QSR in the next really? five years. I think so. And your basis just because on labor costs? And- labor costs and technology and, the, and like I said, a cultural shift in people don't want to talk to people anymore. Mm. You know, like- God, I, that's, a, that's a bleak 
a vision of the future, man. I think it's a, a vision that's going to occur whether we like and it maybe, or not, Cody Sock. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned that way of like being in a restaurant. I think, <laughs> what's the what's the Bourdain quote? Like, go work in the restaurant business and you'll, you'll end up fucking hating people. Well, yeah, but that's been my mantra for years. And, <laughs> and like I always say, you won't learn to hate people as individuals. You'll just learn to hate the concept of people. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, and that's just because people are fucking jackasses in here. Absolutely, it's not, absolutely. It's not because of the... The situation we put ourselves in, it's just because there's some people that just are fucking clueless and don't know how to, you know. But well, that, that, that's a whole different conversation. That's raising design. kids to know, understand how to fucking act in public. Oh, right? yeah, whatever. So, whatever, get off my lawn, guy. Right. Uh, well, I'm just saying, man, I think that, you know. You damn kids. Maybe it's because I'm in my 40s now. I, I'm, I'm in that thing where I'm actually reflecting on, oh, fuck, man. Like, it is the kids. You know, we got, like, I've got a kid. i got to make sure he, he fucking understands how to be in a restaurant. Yeah, totally. And how to look people in the eye when he orders things and how to say thank you. And, you know, hey, she's asking what you want, dude. What do you fucking want? I want orange juice, please. Look her in the fucking eye and tell you want orange juice, please. Yeah. Those little things translate into humans know how to fucking fend themselves and how to order things and how to... Uh, well, and interact is like you were saying. Is and we're, and we're losing that rapidly in our society. Yeah. yeah. As, you know... My wife and I, being people that have worked in a restaurant, we said we're not going to have that fucking asshole that doesn't know how to act, behave in a restaurant. Yeah. You know, that's not going to happen. So you you take people that have never worked in the restaurant industry that don't, in society already, they're fucking dumbasses or dickheads, and they have kids, and then you have those people, and they're, those people will make you want to hate people. Yeah. It's just, just inherently stupid people. We don't need to have a technology-based restaurant because of it, because people don't know how to fucking act. It's more of... Uh, technology being the tool of laziness and convenience. That's a chicken and the egg thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, is technology yeah. going to make it worse or do we solve it by not having technology? I want to know what you think. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be... Because you're way more old school and you're so much more hospitality and human interaction, I think, even than I, myself. Well, yeah, I'm pretty old school and I'm all about interaction and culture, but I also understand, I'm also pragmatic to understand that the nuts and bolts of the restaurant industry are going to change whether we like it or not. Oh, always. There's so, always innovation. So, uh, you know, I'm guessing in five years, like I said, I bet it's going to be 60-40 technology. Technology is going to take over anything that's going to be where people want to order in under five minutes and you're still going to have the old school model. Although me and Jefferson just did a piece on the relevance of bartending uh, for the OC Weekly and you know, I personally think bartending is going to be the last bastion of gratuity-based uh, yes. employment in our culture. Yes. As far as because people want that interaction, want people to talk to, and you and they want that person behind the bar. Yes. There's no one else that they want to talk to. Them, God, so. dude, fucking forbid if that ever happens in the in the bar industry. Oh, and, and I remember 25 years ago going to my first bowling alley bar that had you know the bartender put had a machine with buttons on it. One said vodka, and one said tonic, and that's how they poured their drinks. Like. That you know, that's I don't think that's ever going to change, you know. So, but yeah, yeah I think it's going to be sixty forty. God damn it! I know. I'm sorry, Cody. So uh, that's how it works. It sucks. I know. Well, hey, thanks for jumping in on this quick one for Memphis Mondays. It is Monday, Cody. Yeah. It is our day off in the industry. Uh, some people. Some people. <laughs> it's not my yeah, day you, off. you get to, you get to cut fish and vacuum pack up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go home and jump in my ice cool cold pool and 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 walk rascal. He's pretty pretty rascally today. Fucking dog. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> it's okay. Well, thanks for jumping in on this one, folks. We'll catch you for the next one. Have a great day. If you're in the industry, have enjoy your day off. Yeah. Go. Cody Son, what do you always say? Sharpen your go sharpen your go sharpen your goddamn knife. Go sharpen your goddamn knife. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. One thing's for sure. What's that? Cooking? I can't wait no more. Tear the meat right off the bone Cause the chicken eater Is on his way back home
Kenny Rogers' Orune. Oh, 